And we're live. With Paranormal Dash Spirits, a place to come to get our booze on. We talk about the booze, the things that go bump in the night. And I get to do that with all my booze. I'm Mike Black, and to my left, my lovely and delicious wife, Alyssa Black. I'm delicious still. Again? You're, you're still delicious. Again? Always delicious. Alicious. Alicious. Oh, uh, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Did, you know, a, <laughs> Do you know my name backwards is Asala? <laughs> yes. That's a bacteria, isn't it? <laughs> and across from me, welcome back, John. I'm back. <laughs> welcome, John. Yeah. How was y'all's holidays? You Did you missed. have any medical emergencies during your... No medical emergencies. Thank the Lord, no. <laughs> I've been gone for a while. My dad had a heart attack the day before Thanksgiving. Mm. And uh, so... A triple bypass on Black Friday. But he is doing well. He's doing well, yeah. He just started driving himself around again. He's 82, so he's doing really well. So, Yay for that. Yay. We're happy for him. So tonight we're drinking Wild Turkey Rare Breed Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey Barrel Proof at 116.8. So... 117. Oh my, so y'all trying proof. to kill me with this. I didn't even know. I didn't ask the proof before I agreed to this. Yeah. It's oh, a, hell. It's no a little, so. That was good. As we start off every night oh. with a little booze, so here's to the booze. Slancha. Slancha. Hello. That's spicy. It's good. That is very good. It just tastes like a proofier 101. A little hotter. Ooh, got a little more good. Heat. Got a little more heat to it for sure. Mm-hmm. My chest is opening as we speak. <laughs> That's pretty good though. Jimmy Russell makes a fine product over mm-hmm. there in wild turkey. Mm. I'm liking that. That was hot. <laughs> hot. <laughs> that is barrel proof. So yeah. That would be a good hot toddy decongestant. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Ooh. And that's the booze, the B O Z E that we're drinking tonight. And tonight I have a story about a, a family. This is actually a pretty famous haunting. This is the Sally House, ah. uh, the Pickman family. Um, we're going to talk about them tonight. This is this is pretty spooky. The um, mostly the one the one person got messed with more than anybody else. But before we tell you that horrifying story about the Sally House. Let's talk about all the places you can come to find us. If you're listening on a podcast, you can find us on YouTube at 3B Paranormal Spirits. If you go to Facebook, you can find us at Booze with Benefits, and that's B-O-O-S with Benefits. On Instagram, TikTok, and X, we are Paranormal underscore dash spelled out D-A-S-H underscore Spirits. We also have a website that's at paranormal-spirits.com. When you go there, that's kind of a, a landing page. You can find uh, all of our stuff, the YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, all that. There's links to it there. But there's also a Boozy's Boutique, and that's where you can pick up all your cool swag like <laughs> John's uh, mm. Boozy Koozie he has over there. Um, we also have dad caps and trucker caps and... Coffee mugs and cups and shirts. Racerback tees. Racerback tees (laughs) and all kind of good stuff like that. So check us out on Boozy's Boutique. Go get you some swag. And now let's talk about the booze. B-O-O-S. In Atchison, Kansas, between 1993 and 94, 
the Pickmans, that was Tony, Deborah, and their son Taylor. The Pickmans, when they they were pregnant, they I'm, were both of yeah, them. Yeah, I'm saying it because <laughs> you know how people are about wanting Why to they hear. Always say they. We're pregnant. No, she's pregnant. You knocked her up <laughs> in my book, but I'm old school, so I know the you, new. You, you did two minutes of the yeah. work, so I know that the appropriate <laughs> or the the more popular uh, explanation is now that we're pregnant so they were pregnant well that was in 93 94 so it was probably she was pregnant and he got her that way anyway they needed a larger house so they go on the hunt for the house and they find a two-story home at 508 north second street in atchison kansas and it was 126 years old it was built in 1867 by one michael c finney and they thought that they had found the perfect home they thought it's old there's a lot of stuff that happened guarantee <laughs> yeah, that a, that's a lot of years isn't it okay so they they start moving in they get everything packed away and they notice that the dog that they have sasha is this great big gentle lab loved everybody wouldn't bite a flea she hated the nursery she would stand in front of the nursery and while they were trying to to modernize it and paint it and get it up to to snuff and she would stand there and bark and growl and you know in the middle of the night she'd start growling in front of the the nursery so they they thought well maybe you know it was something like somebody had an animal in there like a, a cat or another dog or something no and she was smelling that nope well Do that wasn't <laughs> that wasn't what it was but anyway that's that's what they they passed it off as being so anyway nine months pass and taylor comes home and Taylor is uh, their son. They were they were thrilled to have him home. Uh, Wait, is this the new the, the baby? Newborn. Taylor the is newborn. the baby. Mm-hmm. And they probably were foolish and put him in said nursery, didn't they? They did put him in that nursery. Doesn't yeah. look like there's a whole lot of options. That is a tiny house. Yeah, it's not very big. Um, the um, but anyway, they they put him in the nursery, and um, they I remember Tony saying that. They said it was like God smiling on you when you're blessed with a child. And they were aware that children do not come with instruction manuals, uh, but their son was having a really hard time sleeping, always waking up in the middle of the night. Uh, You would think, I would call it colicky because he didn't want to sleep, but he seemed to be up every hour through the night. They weren't getting any kind of rest, and they were just completely exhausted. uh, So neither Tony and Deborah are sleeping. And Deborah thinks that, you know, God, I'm just, I'm missing out on something here because this, this isn't, you know, it isn't working out like it should. So anyway, they're up in the middle of the night one night with the baby and they're sitting in the living room. And as they're sitting there trying to rock the baby and, you know, calm him, all of a sudden the lights start flickering and not just going off or coming on. They're just kind of flickering and then they get very, very, very dim and then they shoot back up. Well, when this happened, their dog Sasha started barking and staring up at the ceiling. So, like she saw something or, you know, felt something. Anyway, further on, uh, one day Tony is heading out to work and he's coming down the stairwell. And as he's coming down, they have the pictures lined up down the stairwell. And the picture of the family there is turned upside down and not askew but completely upside down 
and straight. It's like it's supposed to be, except it's upside down. And Tony's walking past and he thinks, well, you know, he's thinking maybe she's mad at him. She's trying to give him a message or something that Deborah is. And Oh, that she did it. Right. So anyway, she he goes off to work. That same day, she's in the laundry room and she's doing the laundry. As she's coming back up the steps, she gets to the bottom of the stairs at the stairwell and she notices that there's this coldness. It's kind of colder there. She finds a cold spot and she starts going up. And as she gets to the landing on the second floor, there is this rush of air that just hits her. And she said it was as some child had run past and you could feel that breeze. So that was another thing that happened in the house. Then one day Deborah's at work and Tony's there alone. He decides, you know, man, she's had it rough, you know, with this kid and everything. So I'm going to clean up the house for her. So Tony, in a gesture of love, decides that he's going to vacuum the house for her and he's going to clean it up well. So he starts vacuuming. And as he's vacuuming, the vacuum cleaner stops working. And he, you know, he doesn't know what it is. So he turns around, he looks to see, because he knows he hadn't pulled on the plug. He's got plenty of cord laying there. But sure enough, the uh, cord has been pulled out of the wall. Well, he thinks, okay, this is weird. But he plugs it back up and he starts, vacuum comes right back on. He starts vacuuming again. As he's vacuuming, the, the vacuum cleaner stops again. He turns around. Sure enough, the vacuum cleaner, the plug, the cord had been pulled out of the wall once again. And, you know, now he's the only one there and he's thinking, man, this is weird. So as he walks back over to plug it back in, he hears music. And he's wondering, you know, what is this? And he starts looking for it. And he looks in the baby's nursery. As he turns and looks in the nursery, he can see the mobile above the baby's bed. The mobile? The mobile? Yeah. Or mobile. (laughs) Or mobile. Or mobile. (laughs) Yeah, I actually look... I actually... (laughs) actually look that word up to see how it's pronounced because I know there are different pronunciations for it. But so either mobile, mobile or mobile uh, above the baby's crib and it's spinning and the music is coming from that. As he's standing there, watch it, watching it, it starts spinning and faster and faster and the music gets faster and faster. Like it's just, you know, like there's no stop on it. And this thing starts flying out. It's got these little bears on it. And the bears start lifting up like this because this thing is going so fast. It's spinning like a fan, you know. And so anyway, this freaks Tony out. And a cold chill just washes over him. He goes, he vowed that his son would never sleep in that crib from that moment on. And from that moment on, he did not. Good thing. Well. I'd have been out with the dog. Yeah. So anyway, he says, my son is not sleeping there. And he didn't. So Deborah had a sister, Karen, and she had been talking to, uh, Karen and Deborah had been talking to each other. Karen was very close with Deborah and Deborah had decided, you know, I'm, I'm just, I'm drowning here. And Karen offers to come and help be part of her support system. Karen had just had a kid like a, a year before that. And she knows how taxing that can be. So she comes to help out. 
And while she's um, she's there, they had gone and uh, visited with Tony's parents. So when they get back from the trip, Tony takes the bags upstairs and he puts them away in the baby's room. When he gets up there and looks, they had a bunch of stuffed bears. All of the bears are in the middle of the floor in a circle. Is there a Ouija board in the middle? (laughs) No. Is there one of them a boo bear? Uh, No, just regular old stuffed bears, but they're all in a circle there, right? So Tony goes downstairs. Like the bears were performing a seance. I don't know. But he goes upstairs. He sees this. He goes back downstairs and he asked Karen and Deborah if maybe one of them had put the bears in a circle. And Deborah's like, she had no idea what he's talking about. She says, What are you talking about? And Tony said, All the bears are on the floor. She said, What do you mean they're on the floor? So Deborah's pissed and she storms upstairs to take a look. Well, sure enough, all the animals are sitting in this circle, organized. They're staring at each other. They're they're all facing inward, looking at each other. And everybody denies that they put the bears in a circle. And they're all wondering the same question. Well, if we didn't do it, who, did? who the hell did? How did they get there? So they all take the bears and they start putting them up on the shelves and, and getting them up out of the floor, right? Well, after they do this, they turn the lights off and they go back downstairs. They're all kind of freaked out. Like, you know, they know that this is not right. Something else is there with them. Yeah. You know what it is? It's unbearable. It's unbearable. It is. Jeez. I can barely stand it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just just waiting for the next. I, I, I got nothing else. He's done for now. I'm done on the bear ones. Good. I can't bear it anymore. I got out the bear. Oh, Lord. I got out the bear necessities. (laughs) I cannot. (laughs) Anyway, moving on. They get downstairs and they're all kind of freaked out. When they get down there, Karen turns around and she looks back upstairs, just kind of, you know, oh my God, I can't believe that happened. And as she's looking back up the stairs, she sees that the light is on. The one they just turned off. The one that they just turned off before they came downstairs. And so they're, they all rush back upstairs to see what the hell has turned this light on. They get up there and there is one bear in the middle of the room sitting in the center of where that circle would have been earlier. And it's just sitting there. That was the sacrifice, I guess. So Deborah, she is stoked. She likes the idea of having a ghost in the house you know this is exciting for her well tony was raised uh, a, a catholic and he is uh he's got a different thought about this he wants no part of it he is completely disturbed by the thought of it tony said i was hoping that that would be the last thing i would ever witness in the house but it was just the beginning so Karen had gone home. She'd spent a week with them and there, uh, she just, she has just left. It's a weekend. Tony and Deborah are getting ready to go to Tony's parents. 
And I guess this is because this comes up several times, but so I'm assuming that his parents must be pretty close because they go quite a bit and they're going to go to his parents just to get out of the house for a bit. And Tony is in the living room and he's placing Taylor, their son into the car seat. And as he's placing him into the car seat, he feels this sharp burning sensation on his back and he hollers out. Well, Deborah, she's like, what's wrong? What's wrong? She rushes in there. I'm sure she thought he lost his mind. She runs in there and she pulls up his shirt down the middle of his back. And I'll put pictures in so you can see it. If you're watching the video, there are three scratches that's running down the center of his back. Deborah couldn't believe what she was seeing. And these are deep red scratches about five inches long. So they said, you know, we, we need some help with this. And Deborah and Tony, they reach out to a psychic. And she was kind of local to the Pickmans there. She lived in the area. She agreed to come and visit the house and try and help. Tony is not thrilled about the prospect of having a psychic in his home. He said, I didn't want people to think I was crazy. To invite a psychic in, it was almost like a circus show. The psychic, the psychic is named Barbara. She walks in and she says, I feel like it's a little girl. That That's the moment she walks in. Deborah followed Barbara around the house while she's doing her assessment on it or whatever her reading. And she's taking pictures the whole time. So they get up to the nursery and Barbara gasps and she says, The little girl was in the room standing over there in the corner. She said the spirit of the little girl told her there are too many people in the room and she couldn't talk with all of them around. So Deborah turns around and she ushers Tony and the baby out of the room, says, you got to go so we can talk to the ghost. And so he leaves out of the room. He's pissed, you know. And Barbara continues to tell her that the little girl's name is Sally. And she feels safe over here in this corner. Well, Barbara recommends getting some toys for Sally so that she'll feel more comfortable. uh, And that she could treat Sally like any other child. Just make her feel loved. (laughs) Deborah's beside herself with excitement. She has a ghost in the house. And she's so happy that this spirit is willing to communicate with this psychic. And a little girl to go along with the little boy. I know. Go to full family now. (laughs) I've never... Heard a story where somebody was this excited to have something haunting their house. Well, well I mean, if she's she's into the paranormal. I mean, she might think it's cool as all get out, you know. So she might have thought it was funny when Tony got scratched. Mm-hmm. Mm. She might have, but Deborah tells Sally. She speaks to her and she says she's going to get her a doll of her own. And Tony, he's concerned about this, and he he expresses this concern. He says, look, you know, we have a helpless baby and as a father, I'm supposed to protect. And Tony said, this is a quote. How can I protect him from something that I can't even see? It did not seem natural the way that Deb wanted to invite this little entity to almost be a part of the family. Deborah said, it broke my heart to think of that poor little girl, lost spirit alone in our home, What she needed was someone to look out for her, and I thought that could be me. I didn't realize what seemed to be such a benign, loving, caring, good start could turn out so bad. 
So it was a few days later, and Tony uh, is working shift work because now he's on the third shift. He's working nights. He comes home, and he's working that third shift. He gets home, and he's goes it's about 1130 or I'm sorry about 730 in the morning and he goes to the refrigerator to get a glass of orange he opens up the refrigerator reaches in grabs the the orange juice closes the door and when he closes the door about three feet away from him to his left is this little girl ghost Sally and he drops the orange juice shatters he runs upstairs and tells Deborah that he had seen her. And then at this point he's hyperventilating, but he's terrified. He can barely talk. And Deborah said, all he could say was, I saw her. I saw her. And Deborah was immediately jealous of Tony. And she said, why did he get to see her? I wanted to be the first one to see her. This woman. Yeah. She's all into this. So was this just like a flash or like it's the the in the ghost stood there for a while until he like broke the glass or he said as soon as the bottle sh- <clears throat> bottle shattered that she was gone okay so it was just like so that. he was able to see her enough yeah. to know enough to draw a picture of it oh. <laughs> so um oh, and he's an artist isn't he's he? an artist and deborah told him oh, third shift artist was it? it was a pastime thing oh. i think uh Hobby. so deborah told him um uh, well, if you can't explain it, because she asked her, you know, what she looked like. And uh, so Tony sat down in the kitchen and he sketched out a picture or his interpretation of what Sally looked like. And uh, there's, uh, I have a picture of that too. I'll put up on the, the didn't, YouTube Didn't video. we just do one recently where the husband was also an artist? There was an artist husband and another one. Hell Fanning. Yeah. He was an artist, yeah. <clears throat> so Deborah... Uh, she buys a doll for Sally. She wraps it up as a present. It was a baby doll, a little boy doll, just like Taylor. So she places the present in the nursery, and she writes a note on a little tablet and puts a pin on it. says, how old are you? And daily, she would pass back and forth past this room, and she would look every day to see, you know, if the if the present had been opened or if something was different. And, um, so, and she would pass like several times a day and look, she waited and waited, waited, wanting Sally to respond to her. Well, finally one day she passes a room and she sees this doll that she's bought for Sally and it's standing in the crib up against the, the railing and the notepad is there and the note has the number seven on it. So Sally had answered Deborah about how old she is. I bet she was tickled. Oh, she was. Deborah thanked Sally for answering the question. And then she noticed that the package, the present, had not been unwrapped. The doll's in the crib, but the package was still beside the crib unopened. So she opens up the box and nothing was in it. The baby had already been taken out, but the package is still intact. That's a cool trick. That was a cool trick. So... Later on, uh, Tony's mother knew that something was going on, but, you know, this is that strict Catholic, you know, mentality, and she doesn't want to know anything about it. I don't want to know about it. I don't care about it. I don't want to, you know, associate with it. I don't want to talk to it, nothing. But she's at the house for a visit, and she's in the, the living room there, and Taylor 
the little boy lets out this awful scream while she was watching him. So Tony and Deborah come running down there into the living room as Tony's mother is reaching for the baby. And she picks the baby up. She clutches him to her chest and she's shouting, you will not hurt this baby. You stay away from him. And as Tony came up on this and saw it, he sees an oil lamp lift up off the table mm. and fly across the room. He said it looked like it had been shot out of a cannon. What the hell is he doing with the oil lamp? I mean, this is modern day, right? I don't know. A lot of people have those for decorations. Um, anyway, this oil lamp shoots across the room at his mother, and a couple of feet before it gets to her, it just shatters into a million pieces and falls on the floor like it hit a, an invisible and wall. wall. And um, Tony felt like it was warning her, like, don't mess with me. I can hurt you. And later that night, Tony again placed, uh, pleaded with Deborah to understand what they were dealing with was something way beyond just a little girl. She said she probably just misunderstood something and thought you were being mean to Taylor. Did <laughs> She got... She got a bad for this little ghost. Yeah, so there's an obvious conflict that's developing between Tony and Deborah, and Deborah's always taking the side of Sally, and Tony's like, he's freaked out. He he sees this uh, for a vicious demon, and Deborah still sees it as a little girl, and she has disagreed with Tony at every turn, and Tony's at his wit's end. And he asked her, he says, are you blind? He said, why are you not scared? And he wants to leave. And she says, well, we can't just up and leave. We just bought this place or, you know, rented it, whatever. He said, we can't just move out just because of a couple of little things. Sure you can. Ask George Lutz. Yeah. Right. In the middle. Of, yeah, I mean, yeah. Stay there a month and, and split. But so a few nights later, Tony and Deborah are sleeping in bed and it's around 3 a.m., Tony is awakened by a scratching sound coming from inside the wall behind the headboard. It's like this. He said, it sounded like an animal digging to get out of the wall. <laughs> I'm out, dude. I'm sorry. I'm gone at that point. Mm -hmm. Tony sensed that something was behind him as he turned around looking at the wall and trying to see what's here in the wall. He realizes there's something behind him. He just senses it. He turns around, and there's Sally standing beside the bed. And when he he's shocked by this sight, then Sally turns into a demonic creature, grabs him around his arm. He said, I thought I was going to have a heart attack. He said, my heart was pumping so hard. So later that morning... uh when they got out of bed, he noticed that where she had, or the demon had grabbed his arm, there were burn marks around his wrist where she had grabbed him. And so he showed Deborah the finger marks that are burned into his arm. And Deborah said, maybe she was just trying to contact oh us or tell wow. us something. And this woman is delusional. Deborah said later that was the first time that she actually questioned whether Sally was what she thought she was. They were obviously in danger and they needed help. 
Yeah. Now she realizes it finally, right? And so in the next episode for this, we're going to go into the investigation that takes place. It's nearly a year-long investigation to this haunting and it brings in some of the biggest names in paranormal like, like, research like zach bacon's uh i don't think he's I ever been there he has yeah, yeah. Oh, has he, he has? been there yeah, yeah. House, yeah i don't think that uh um, he's been there uh and then on the low end the twins have been there <laughs> dude they have like the highest youtube sam and cody whatever they've been there mm-hmm. paranormal files have been there fairly recently i think I mean, it's been all over the airwaves, so I'm sure. I mean, I don't know why I didn't realize Zach had been but, there. But Zach has been there. I have to look up and see what's I mean, I'm sure was, that's but... not surprising at all. It's currently not occupied. Oh. You can go there. Here's the, This is an interesting fact right here. This house was listed on Zillow for $1 million yeah. in 2016, dropped to four ninety nine by August of that year, and then taken off the market in November. Yeah, it's uh, you can go there, and I forget how much it is. I looked it up, but you can go there, and and you can take an unguided tour. One million dollars for this. You can take an unguided tour uh, during the day, or you can rent it at night to do your so own here's paranormal the investigation. Overnight cost from November to August, mm-hmm. $125 a person, minimum of two yeah. people. Okay. September to October, haunted season. <laughs> Yeah, oh, I know. I saw that. 150 a person with two person minimum. So, I, 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 does it have air conditioning? Because that really makes a difference after the gains. I mean, thing. if it's in the haunted season, it's in Kansas. You'll be fine. Hmm. I mean, it's only. Well, I'd rather go in November anyway. I don't want to go during the haunted season. So then it won't matter. Because if a house is haunted, it's haunted all year round. You need to bring your own sleeping in October. bag, blanket, and pillows. The house has a restroom, water, and electricity. That's all that it says. Yeah, and you can't sleep in the bed. You have to bring your own like sleeping bag. Would you or... want no Ouija boards or seances? Oh, really? That's what it says. That's a pretty good rule if you own a. Yeah, there was a there was somebody property. that uh, that actually was staying there that was using a Ouija board and uh, performing say satanic pagan whatever rituals in the basement. Burn up. A pentagram into the floor. Well, you remember Hill House Manor had the same rule. Oh yeah, yeah. No, and, uh, you're not supposed to cleanse much it. You're all not supposed them, to uh, exercise it. What was the place know, I was it. talking about that time? The hospital that had Yorktown. York, York, Yorktown mm-hmm. Memorial has also has a, a no Ouija board rule. Yeah, I think it's a good rule, <laughs> personally. Yeah, I don't think it's a. Let's not bring anything else idea. into Smart, it. Good, good rule. I think everyone's house should have a no Ouija board rule. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. I know I have one in my house. <laughs> Mine has one too. Exactly. All right. So wait till next time to hear the investigation stories. We'll do that next week. If you need a good cleansing of the esophagus, please <laughs> take part in this wild turkey. If you need to kill anything that's in your lungs, this anything, really any good. bad. Ooh, hello. I just hit that so See hard. how good it I'm is? See how high proof I'm that is? try. To cut that out because that was really noisy. What, what's the price point on that? It's probably about oh, 50, uh, 53, I think yeah, is what it was. That's very reasonable for mm-hmm. such a Considering high Considering you can get a lot out of that because it is end. so strong. Yeah, it's strong. Um, but get you some wild turkey, rare breed, Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey, 
barrel proof. That were at, that will cure what ails you. At one hundred and sixteen point eight proof. Medicinal strength. That is <laughs> medicinal strength. <laughs> that is. Oh, it's antibiotic right. strength. <laughs> Prescription required. Y'all have a good night. Night night. <laughs> bye bye. trolley tour in Atchison as well. Why did he not chase the cat? Yeah. 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 Yeah